What a blessing it is to be here this morning, to see you all this morning, uh, to worship together this morning. Just more and more and more God gives. Amen. Amen. Ah, we thank God for his worship in song. And uh, you had the choice between receiving might and power or God's spirit. Which one would you choose? <laughs> it's because of his spirit that 12 regular everyday guys could be uh, charged with turning the world upside down because of his spirit uh, that even though we may be considered few in number, we can make mighty impact for his kingdom because of his spirit. Amen? Amen. Amen. So we are still moving our way through the book of Colossians. Um, We're going to uh, be picking up in the, uh, we're finishing off today, the the second chapter. Amen. Amen. (laughs) We are going slowly but surely, right, by his spirit. Now, uh, uh, the people who may have missed a couple, you can, you know, listen to it on the podcast. Um, but on the podcast, you do not get to see my fancy illustrations that I put up on the screen. You miss it. You miss it. And if they say a picture is worth a thousand words and I put two or three, you've missed a lot of words. So try to be here. Amen. Colossians chapter 2. I'm going to begin reading at verse 16. We come as far as verse 16. Uh, Colossians chapter 2. Begin reading at verse 16. It says, Therefore, let no one pass judgment on you in question of food and drink, or with regard to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath, These are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Let no one disqualify you, insisting on asceticism and worship of angels, going on in detail about visions, puffed up without reason by his sensuous mind, and not holding fast to the head, from whom the whole body, nourished and knit together, through his joints and ligaments, grows with a growth that is from God. If with Christ you died to the elemental spirits of the world, why, why, as if you were still alive in the world, do you submit to regulations? Uh, Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch. Referring to things that that all perish as they are used, according to human precepts and teachings. These have indeed an appearance of wisdom in promoting self-made religion and asceticism and severity to the body, but they are of no value in stopping the indulgence of the flesh. They have no value in stopping the indulgence of the flesh. Heavenly Father, uh, we thank you for uh, this day. We rejoice in it. Uh, We thank you for the opening of your word, Lord. Uh, It's your very word. Uh, 
your breath, Lord. Uh, we pray uh, to receive it, Lord, according to your spirit. We pray for fresh anointing to preach. We pray, Lord, uh, that you will be encountered in um, dynamic ways today, according to your word. We thank you for all that are gathered here and every household represented here, Lord. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Lord, you're my strength and my redeemer. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. 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 Tomorrow we will be saluting and, and celebrating a lot of us uh, and honoring our, our veterans. Uh, any veterans here? Hey, we'd like to, like to honor you. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So, so, so uh, uh, our veterans who, who fought for one of the highest ideals of our nation, our freedom. Uh, we, we value the, the, the freedoms of action, thought, religion, and, and speech that are available to us in our nation through the sacrifices of many. Uh, there is, though, one other form of freedom that could not be secured by brave human efforts. Uh, it, it is a freedom that comes only from a union with Christ that, is, that was earned by his sacrifice. Uh, we'll, we'll set our focus today on guarding that freedom uh, in, in the the topic, the, the title of the sermon is Living Freely in Christ. Living Freely in Christ. Uh, by the end of this, uh, we're going to be Colossians scholars. <laughs> While in prison in Rome for preaching the gospel, the apostle Paul is led by the Holy Spirit to write words of encouragement and warning to the church at Colossae. False teachers were seeking to shift them from their confidence in the gospel to follow and add things to their faith that are not according to Christ. Paul doesn't point out who the false teachers are, but exposes the things that they try to hold over the heads of the Colossians. It's a a soupy mixture of religious customs with elements of uh, paganism and, and, and mysticism and uh, Jewish legalism and other practices uh, uh, that were being taught as necessary to reach certain spiritual heights. Uh, I, I, I agree with uh, minister and theologian Dr. David Powell, who, who states that in these verses, Paul focuses on the freedom that believers experience when they died with Christ, whose death liberates us from the powers of evil forces. The, 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 the idea here the, is that we should turn away from anything that would turn us away from our freedom in Christ. We should turn away from anything that would turn us away from our freedom in Christ. In this passage... Paul challenges the Colossians three times 
against being bound by the false practices they are being pressed to follow. Uh, With each challenge that he issues to them, he also exposes the uselessness of every false custom being presented, which does not honor the person and work of Jesus Christ. He says here in, in 16, therefore, let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food and drink or with regard to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath. These are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Opening with the word therefore, I, I was always told when you see the word therefore, you need to look back and see what therefore is there for. Opening with the word, therefore, the, the passage points us back, points us back to the truth that Paul has already laid out about the sovereignty of Christ, uh, his superiority over human spiritual traditions, and his victory over spiritual forces that stood against him and his church. Uh, that's what therefore is therefore. In light of this, Paul issues the first challenge, urging the Colossians to not be held under the judgment of the false teachers. The customs Paul exposes in these verses seem to point toward uh, Jewish religious practices. Um, The Old Testament law had many regulations concerning the foods to be eaten or avoided and special days or times to be celebrated with carefully kept rituals um, there, there were mandatory feast days when the people were to appear before God with certain sacrifices. There were also other worship practices to be kept according to the cycle of the lunar calendar each month. The Torah, or first five books of the Bible, gave great detail for Israel in, the follow, in following these practices. Beyond that, Above that, legalistic Jews added hundreds of extra regulations to be kept. Um, The fact that uh, uh, the Colossian church didn't keep these regulations was was being held over their heads as what they were lacking concerning their approach to God. Uh, it, it, It could almost seem like uh, the judgment was called for when you look at all of the rules and the fact that they didn't keep them. Um... But just as Paul would discourage any judgment regarding food and drink or keeping special days in his letter to the Romans uh, in the 14th chapter, he does here also, and he explains why. Look what he says. He points to Christ as the reason the Colossians should live free of that judgment. His answer is always Christ. If you're taking a test from Paul, uh, multiple choice, Short answer, whatever it is, if Christ would, you, you'll probably get an A. His answer is always Christ. He, he explains that those Old Testament practices, and, and shouldn't that, that should probably be our answer too. That should probably be our, I think we'll, we would do better <laughs> if that was our answer. Um, he explains that those Old Testament practices, the false teachers were, were demanding from them, were only meant to be shadows or or placeholders until Jesus arrived in the flesh. Uh, Christ is the one that those festivals and activities represented. Christ 
showed up, and when he showed up, he fulfilled every one of them. It's in Christ. Uh, you remember he told them earlier the fullness that's in Christ. Um, the false teachers <clears throat> clinging, <clears throat> excuse me, clinging to those Old Testament practices was actually rejection of the true substance of what God has revealed in the New Testament. Access to him is through Christ alone. Uh, they were holding on to something else. You know, I, only, a, only a new parent would be shocked to find that after spending, a, spending large amounts on a special, special toy, boxing and wrapping it with a bow, that a toddler would rather spend hours playing with the box and the wrapping paper <laughs> than pay attention to the toy. Parent, parent, <laughs> parents usually have to present the toy to the child and make it look special and exciting to get them to buy into it. Uh, now, 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 that's not surprising for a toddler, but it would be strange for an adult to receive a valuable gift and just cling to the box and the wrapping <laughs> and never, take, never taking hold of the gift. Uh, uh, I, I, would, I would do that with my family sometimes at Christmas. We would exchange gifts, and sometimes it would be wrapped so beautifully. I, I just hold it and like, look at this wrapping paper. And I'd do that for a long time until they say, open it. But, but, but that would be strange for an adult to do, <laughs> to just never take hold of the gift. Paul doesn't want the Colossians to be judged by folks who think the paper is more important than the gift. The Colossians could live free from that judgment because they had taken hold of Christ, the real substance. Uh, he goes on to say in verse 18, that was the first challenge. He goes on to say in verse 18, let no one disqualify you, insisting on asceticism and worship of angels, going on in detail about visions puffed up without reason by his sensuous mind and not holding fast to the head from whom the whole body nourished and knit together through its joints and ligaments grows with a growth that is from God. The second thing Paul insisted on was that the Colossians not let anyone continue to make them feel that they are counted out for not taking part in some mystical experiences. Uh, like, like, like an umpire calls a runner out for not making it to the base in time. The false teachers were attempting to dismiss the Colossians from the category of those who were spiritually safe. Uh, th this was due to their so-called lack of devoutness in visions and angel worship. They, they, they couldn't really be uh, 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 saved folks because they don't uh, uh, worship with the angels. The false teachers bragged and claimed that through harsh self-discipline of the body, they were able to access spiritual visions. They also claimed to invoke angelic protection against harmful spirits. They set themselves above those who did not share in their experiences. The more I started, I was thinking about these false teachers, I pictured them as like spiritual snobs. <laughs> you know, looking, looking down their noses at folks who's whose spiritual experiences didn't measure up to what they believed they should. Uh, 
And then after I thought about them being spiritual snobs, the next question came to me back, am I this way? Am I this way? Um, and, and, you know, I, I like to keep it uh, real with you guys. I, 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 I'd have to say if, if God didn't keep me humble, I think I could be like that. And I know that because uh, just uh, I know that because of how I react whenever I hear somebody talking about the book of Revelations. Whenever I hear somebody talking about the book of Revelations, there's there's no S on it. Okay, there's no S on it. And so obviously they can't be saved. It can't be. No, no, no. My, that, that, but, but, but along those lines, I mean, we can, because of uh, 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 I, I, any of us could be guilty of counting someone or some group out that doesn't, uh, that hasn't attained to our level of spiritual height or maturity or whatever we may consider ourselves and, and, and we may not consider them uh, in the faith, when God considers them in the faith. I mean, any of us, I, I, I remember an old co-worker who, who debated with me vigorously on what I was missing or, or how my faith was deficient because I hadn't read uh, Maccabees, the book of Maccabees. And, 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 and so, I, and so I, I debated back with him and I said, is there something in there that's going to take me beyond for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life? I said, is there something in there that's going to take me beyond that? Now, don't get me wrong. Maccabees has great historic value. We should read it. Yeah. But the fact that he was trying to, but, but he couldn't. I wouldn't let him. <laughs> right. He, he was trying to. I, I, thankfully, people's Salvation is not based on our expectations or evaluations of them. Amen. It's based on what God sees. And then here, according to Paul, these people had no reason to be proud anyway. He exposes that their deep spiritual visions are, are really only products of a sensual or sinful fleshly mind. Uh, uh, they have nothing to be proud about. And the irony was that... Um, uh, I don't know if they knew the church knew Paul, but, 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 but the irony was that we could find in, in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 that Paul himself had heavenly spiritual encounters and visions that he refused to brag about and, 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 or, or hold up as some standard for, for, for being a part of the church or an exalted member of the church. Even in his suffering, he, all Paul would do was point to Christ through it all, for it all. It was Christ. Paul goes on to reveal that, that even worse than their twisted uh, view of these visions, uh, even worse than the boastfulness about their self-imposed visions, and even worse than their prideful attitudes toward the so-called spiritual disciplines they had is the fact that it's all worthless because it's detached from Christ who is the head. So all that they were boasting that they had 
was worthless. Whoever is detached from the head is missing the direction and growth that comes from God. All of God's growth in the church comes from the head who supplies all she needs to be nourished. Anyone disconnected from the head has no victory over sin. Or, 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 or no victory over the spiritual forces of this world. And, it's, it's, and they're not fit to judge or disqualify anyone. Right. If they're disconnected from the head, their thoughts or anything they could muster up is disconnected from the head. So it's sinful. The Colossians could live free from any qualifications imposed by these false teachers because they are united with the body, having Jesus as the head. Amen. They're attached to the head. They don't have to worry about this group. In, the, in these last verses, Paul challenges the Colossians with a rhetorical question. Um, he says in 20, he says, If with Christ you died to the elemental spirits of the world, why, as if you were still alive in the world, do you submit to regulations? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, uh, referring to things that all perish as they, they are used, according to human precepts and teachings. These have indeed an appearance of wisdom in promoting self-made religion and asceticism and severity to the body, but they are of no value in stopping the indulgence of the flesh." As, as Paul challenges the Colossians in these verses, he focuses right away on Christ. Christ is his go-to. Uh, he, he points the Colossians back to their, their union with Christ in his death and his resurrection. He isn't, he isn't questioning if they, if, because it starts with an if. He's not questioning if they experience union with Christ. He made known in the beginning of the letter that he was confident about their faith, their connectedness in Christ. Here, he's looking at how they should be responding since they have that union with Christ. Paul, Paul had already described the victory the Colossians had with Christ over the rulers and authorities by his cross in, in, in verses uh, 13 through 15. He, last week, we talked about that a little bit. He wants them to consider now the position they're in versus the position that the false teachers are trying to call them back to. Um, you, you, are, you are no longer shackled to a religion that's missing the presence of God. Through Christ, you've already been released from the grip of human efforts to reach God and overcome sin. Why on earth would you want to go back to that? I'm, I'm, I'm extrapolating Paul's uh, rhetorical question here. Why on earth would you want to go back to that considering where you are now? Uh, why, uh, to, to, to go back to follow the regulations of the false teachers who think they can manipulate the spiritual world through Avoiding contact with foods and objects. They're going to they're make God do something because they eat peanut butter and jelly. To go to follow those regulations is to submit to a lower state of living than they were called. 
Um, it, it, would, it would make them captives again to the world system uh, of short-lived human traditions that don't last versus living freely in Christ. I, I, I like it when a preacher or a teacher is honest and real. Paul keeps it real here by acknowledging, even, even as he's arguing against it, at least he acknowledged, he acknowledging that the lifestyle that these false teachers promote looks holy, and it even seems wise. Paul kind of, he gives, he gives them that. It looks good. It looks good. Uh, these folks, they, they, they seem to have things together. They look so, uh, 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 they, they, are, they, are, they, they are set and, and focused on their strict physical discipline and their intense humility. They are humble. They, they seem to put seeking God above their own human needs, and, and they look super spiritual. I wonder how many people in the world have been <clears throat> taken captive by good-looking religions. Good-looking religions. I, I, I wonder how many folks watch, uh, how many people watch the, the movie What's Love Got to Do With It, saw Angela Bassett as Tina Turner ringing a bell and chanting to break free from her abusive relationship and thought maybe I should try that. That looks peaceful. Y'all didn't see that movie, did y'all? Yeah, y'all good church folks. Y'all don't watch. Y'all don't listen to Tina Turner, and you don't. <laughs> Tina Turner was uh, 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 claimed to be freed from her cycle of abusive relationships by her by her faith and and bringing the bell and chanting. We'll go. <clears throat> maybe this one. Maybe this one. I wonder how many people not here. But how many people watched uh, 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 Denzel Washington as Malcolm X uh, and, and saw his transformation from a hoodlum to a holy man through submission, fasting, and praying in another language and thought to themselves, that's what I need to be a part of. That's what I need to be a part of. Uh, they, 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 they can be something. Have you saw, have you... Have you seen anyone sitting with their legs folded in this in the, in the park with their hands like this meditating? Have you ever seen that and thought they look so peaceful? No. And these things, even even today, these things have they have a draw. They have a draw, and and, and we won't admit it, but my 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 coworker's son. Uh, we'll, let me put it on somebody out there. My, my co-worker's son, uh, an old co-worker in Philadelphia who was constantly in contact uh, with children who, who follow Islam and dressed in the full garbs of Islam uh, there in Philadelphia, asked the question. It was a sincere question. What is the Christian's uniform? In, influenced by what, what was being seen and and how devout it looked, right? Wanting, wanting, wanting us to have something devout like that, <laughs> right? Paul brings the picture, though, of the false teachers back into focus, letting the Colossians know that no matter what it looks like, 
what they promote is actually a prideful, man-made attempt to show the world what they can do. It's what they can do. And the worst part is that after all of the show and after all of the effort, it's still powerless to control the sinful nature. The very thing in them that causes them and the world to be separated from God, it has no impact on. Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, it can, it, I mean, they can uh, uh, look peaceful, but at, at, at the same time inside, there's still the sinful nature that's raging. I, I mean, anybody know the first thing that a vicious dog wants to do once you take its muzzle off? You guess. <laughs> it, it, it wants to bite you. The muzzle didn't. Look, look, they, they, they practice, they practice what, what these, um, uh, these false teachers, they practice putting restraints on people's hands, but the part that God sees is still causing chaos and distance from him. I, Reverend, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., he may have illustrated this point when he said, while it may be true that morality cannot be legislated, behavior can be regulated. Right? It may be true that the law cannot change the heart, but it can restrain the heart less. Then he went on, he, he went on to tell what he believed. He believed that people needed some restraints in place uh, uh, to stop them from some of the evil and madness that they were carrying out, but also that religion and education would be needed to actually change the heart. And, and, I, and I would agree with him completely as long as the substance of that education and religion is Christ. <laughs> As long as it involves the living union of a person with Christ through faith, it has the ability to do something about the sin nature, Amen. the flesh. Amen. In Christ, the Colossians were called to live free from the regulations and man-made efforts to overcome sin and reach God. They were called to live free from that. And just like them, we are called to live freely in Christ. We are called to live freely in Christ. I, I, I want to add this, this note before I close. And Now, it may need to be said or may not need to be said. I'll err on the side of caution. <clears throat> not for you, but for the people listening on the podcast. Right, 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 right. The freedom we're called to is a freedom from sin. It does not give license for us to reject our brothers or sisters who may try to hold us accountable in our Christian walk by telling them, you can't judge me, I'm free. There are, are, are expectations in the spiritual life that, that we are to hold one another accountable for. Uh, not blending false or contrary teaching with the gospel is one of them. Not yielding to a life of sin, that's another one of them, uh, uh, we, we know that whatever freedoms we have, uh, they were earned by Christ. Our freedoms, our spiritual freedom is a 
hard-earned freedom. Um, it was earned on a, on a cross with, with, with nails and thorns and blood and beatings. It was earned by a life given. So we should steer clear, uh, as Paul points these Colossians in the right direction, we should steer clear of anything that doesn't honor Christ as the substance, as the fulfillment of God's will for us. We should steer clear, avoid anything that doesn't honor Christ as the head. And we should definitely keep away from anything that doesn't honor our freedom and unity in Christ that was purchased by his death. Amen? Amen. So today we've seen, we seen the, the failure of, of human rules to earn a position with God. Next week we'll, we'll look at how Christian living is based on our position in God. Amen? Amen. 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 Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this, uh, your, your goodness, your, your word, Lord, your promise, your very heart toward us, that we'd be li living freely in Christ, Lord, that we wouldn't be taken captive by any uh, plausible sounding argument or so-called wisdom, Lord, but that we would be uh, just rooted in your uh, your gospel and the truth of uh, salvation in Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, for uh, the time to gather. We thank you, Lord, that you allow us to gather freely um, without fear, Lord. And um, you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, we praise you. We honor you, Lord. And as we leave and prepare to leave this place, Lord, I pray that we um, walk in a manner worthy of the life you called us to. In Jesus' name, amen.